what is up you guys my name is dylan and this is godology today i have the wonderful privilege of being joined by none other than josiah hughes hey how's it going thanks for having me on your show of course podcast man. of course it's such a privilege to have you on just because i see you on tiktok a lot and you're getting amazing response there i see the way that you put god out on your on that social platform and I'm just inspired by you. I'm inspired by the way you do that. And I want to ask you a few questions today. And the first question I want to ask is, how was your day today? Great. You know, I just woke up maybe an hour ago, so I'm still waking up, and um, but I'm getting there. So, yeah, I don't blame you. Me too. My, I, I feel a little bit drowsy, but let's just pray for the Holy Spirit to come in our bodies and give us holy energy. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, absolutely. So I, like I said, I see you on TikTok and a lot of you guys, if you know Josiah Hughes, you know him as the Bob Ross guy or the guy that gives you daily motivation with Bible verses. And I just want to ask you, because you're so outspoken about your beliefs and you're so outspoken about the way you believe in Christ and you believe in God. I want to know where that all started. Yeah. Could you, could you just so, kind of fill me in on that? Yeah. So um, I was born and raised in a Christian family. Um, and I'd say my testimony is that I've never known a day where, you know, I didn't look to Christ as my savior. Um, my grandfather was a preacher and, you know, I went to Sunday school and was grounded in my faith. Um, so um, I'm not saying I haven't had struggles because I, I'm telling you now, every Christian has their faith struggles. Um, but as far as looking to Christ as my savior, I never like actively was against Christ um, as far as, you know, keeping him as my savior and the center of my life. Um, but as far as recently goes, when I started TikTok, it was very, you know, a selfish, like, I just want these followers. Um, or when I started getting a following, it started off just kind of like making videos. But then when I got a following, it was kind of selfish. And, oh, I'm getting followers. But then I realized that Christ is the one that gave me these followers. He put it in their heart to follow me. And I should use this platform that he's given me to push to push the gospel and not necessarily, you know, force forcefully, but um, make a video every once in a while and show them that you're Christ, because not only does Christ call us to share the gospel, but they should know you by your works. And if they don't look at my videos and see, oh, this kid's different, this kid is um, different than all the other TikTokers, then I'm doing my job as a Christian wrong, um, because we're called to be set apart from everyone else. We shouldn't be, you know, cussing and, you know, doing things we shouldn't be doing, especially with a huge platform of people watching us. So um, that put it in my heart to do the verse of the day videos and uh, share the gospel in that way, or just make wholesome, clean videos that your family can watch and they can like, you know, have a good time watching. So uh, I guess that's my testimony just as a Christian and as a TikToker, I guess. That is, that's a really cool story. I love how, you know, you're mentioning about how we need to set ourselves apart from the world. Because that's pretty much what a Christian is, is living yeah. living like Jesus did. And if we act like, you know, there are a bunch of Christians out there that are judging other people for the way that they live their lives. We need to live like Christ and just love everyone and try to do our best to live like Jesus did. Um, exactly. But was there a time when you just totally went against God, when you just didn't care at all? Yeah, um, I'd say... Um, the springtime of last year, I was very, you know, selfish and, um, I didn't, you know, I wasn't doing devotions. I was relying on my own, you know, self comfort. 
and um, I'm not going to get into the details, but, you know, I was doing, I was not being very holy in my walk with Christ. And um, what changed me actually was a vacation Bible school that I went to as a camp counselor. Um, sounds crazy, but you think that my job is to, you know, influence the little kids, but like being there with the fellow Christians who were encouraging me, even though they didn't even know me that well, was like, it changed me um, that early summer. I think it was June of last year. And it really awoke me or awakened me. I don't know the right word for that, but um, to what I was doing and the sin I was in. Um, and that really changed me. Um, and that's when I think I started doing the verse of the day videos was um, after that vacation Bible school, um, because I was with fellow believers, um, the older camp counselors, like the seniors, uh, they were, you know, encouraging me, praying for me, even though like I didn't tell them what was going on, but they were still encouraging and lifting me up. So um, that was a turning point for me. Uh, recently, so wow, that that's crazy because your life changed at that by that vacation Bible school, and it's kind of meant for the mm -hmm. children, but who would have known that it changed your life? Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. That's what like I was thinking the same thing afterwards. Like God works in crazy ways. He does, and you know, no matter what happens, He'll find a way to make it work. And with mm -hmm. with the struggles that you had had, were you able to use that now? Because the way that God works, well, I couldn't tell you exactly how God works, but one of the things he does is he turns everything bad into good. That's just what mm -hmm. he does. So is he able to turn that bad in your life into good? Um, I mean, definitely can use it for good. Um, any experience or trial that we go through is definitely leading us and preparing us for more trials and tribulations down the road. So it's not necessarily right now that it's doing, you know, me good, but one day I'm going to look back. I'm like, I'm going to be in a situation. I mean, like God was preparing me for this back when I was in my sin and my unholiness. And, um, so, um, definitely maybe not right now, but God works like his plans are like a long time. They don't happen immediately. So, um, we'll wait and see if, like if one day I feel that that sin is what was you know, leading me up to a certain point in my life. Mm-hmm. If that make if that makes sense. Oh, that that makes perfect sense. Just because um, the way that I've always seen it was that uh, God would use my past relationships to kind of prepare me for my last and final one. Because yeah. you know, with one girlfriend, I wasn't careful with some things, and with another girlfriend, you know, I was too careful with the way she was doing things. You know, too controlling and. You know, God just uses every bad situation, he can, like every bad situation for good. Exactly. Yeah. And that's also how I had viewed TikTok as well, because back when it, you know, first started becoming huge, I would download it. I would see a bunch of crap on it and yeah. I, I just deleted it again. But then yep. one day I was called. I was actually at the beach one day um, for my sister's volleyball tournament and mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I had this urge, I'm sure it was God-given, to, to re-download TikTok and to just kind of get it back. And as I was scrolling through my feed, I saw a bunch of Christian videos. And it just kind of, it. I don't know how to say it other than it made me feel good. Like, it kind of gave me yeah. comfort and got yeah, me a little bit excited. Encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, encouraging. That'd be the word. It's encouraging just because, you know, to see that Christian community on such a platform where it wasn't there before for God to make yeah. such a presence there. But it yeah. was it was awesome. So you'd say that you really used um, 
you really used that platform for his glory after that vacation Bible school? Yeah, that's when I started making the verse of the day videos and um I wasn't really concerned about views or, you know, likes anymore. It was just kinda like, how can I make a positive video? Even if it wasn't a Bible video, it was still a video that, you know, showed that I wasn't gonna, you know, cuss or, you know, it was a video, like I said earlier, that would set me apart from other creators on the app. Mm-hmm. So that's kinda when it changed. That's awesome. So how else are you using your life for God's glory? How are you being a living sacrifice? That's a good question. You know, that's, um, I guess in small ways is, you know, just, you know, doing my Christian duty to, um, you know, spread the gospel. Um, it's hard to do that, especially during quarantine because, um, you know, you can't go out, can't, you know, mm-hmm. communicate to people unless it's through social media. So predominantly it's on TikTok, but say before quarantine, it's, I guess, like, witnessing to my friends. I go to a public high school. Um, so it's not necessarily like a private Christian school where, you know, everyone's a Christian. Mm-hmm. So I guess instead of you see me on TikTok witnessing to people um, virtually, I do the same thing. At, I try to do the same thing at school. Um, like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to go around and be the perfect, you know, Christian kid um, witnessing Christ. But I do my best to try and, you know, communicate the gospel to my friends and um, be, like I said, set apart. Like they're going to invite me to go do something I shouldn't be doing. I'm going to say, no, I'm not supposed to do that. And, you know, they'll see, oh, well, this kid's different. So mm-hmm. that's other ways I do it um, or try to spread the gospel. It's just, like I said, being set apart as Christ calls us to be. Mm-hmm. That That's really cool. Now, do you do that with your baseball team? I understand that, you know, you're a baseball player. And yeah. personally, as I was uh, I was playing baseball in my high school, but I stopped. And one of the reasons that I stopped was because it was just a really bad influence for me. Are you able to overcome that bad influence? Yeah. Um, I was the team captain on my high school uh, baseball team. And as the team captain, like, you know, you have more say and more, you know, people look up to you. And in that, if you act, you know, mature, you act Christ-like, um, then they will, I guess, replicate that even if they're not Christians. So, if they see that you're not, you know, getting mad at the umpires or um, yelling at the other team or being, you know, unsportsmanlike, then they're going to replicate that. Maybe not all the time. Like there are times I would lash out and, you know, yell at the other team or do something like that. I was definitely not the perfect role model. But mm-hmm. um, it, instead of being, you know, like most people, like a follower and uh, looking up to someone who was a bad influence, I was a good influence trying to be someone to look at. Other people had someone to look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's the way I would look at it. And so, um, also a couple of the teammates I had were also really good Christians. So, um, it was definitely easy to, um, stay Christ-like if you have friends and uh, teammates that are also Christ, uh, or Christians. So. Wow. That's really interesting how you use kind of like that status within the baseball team, uh, mm-hmm. to kind of make that team your own. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. to use that via influence, you know, you're not using it by force like a dictator would or anything. You're right. doing it by leading by example. Yes, and that's exactly how I would describe it. I never really, you know, told kids what to do. I would rather, you know, let them look at me and be like, oh, maybe that's what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I wasn't not a perfect role model, but I would, I was definitely different than, you know, other team captains who are, 
you know, cussing at their teammates and whatnot. So, yeah, that was a bad thing was like, there were a lot of uh, impure things on the baseball team. Oh, yeah. And personally, I feel like I wouldn't have been able to overcome that kind of yeah. that, that temptation there because literally after maybe like a couple weeks on my baseball team, I personally, I would start cussing. Personally, I would start getting interested in all these other things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it was just bad. It was toxic. I don't know how else mm-hmm. to say other than just not good. Right. But yeah, if you had one chapter of the Bible or one Bible book or one Bible verse that just stuck out with you throughout your whole life, what would it be? Um, I mean... My, throughout my whole life, I don't know if there's one verse, like really, um, it goes through phases. Like some days it's one verse, some days it's another verse. Um, of course, the only verse that I can remember since I was a kid was um, John 3.16 is the one that I've remembered since I was a kid. You know, everyone knows that verse. But, um, yeah. Over the summer, it was what really stuck out to me was Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24, um, especially for me personally, which is, um, let not the wise man boast of his wisdom, let not the rich man boast of his riches. Let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love and righteousness in the earth, and in these things I delight, declares the Lord. So basically, that verse stuck out to me because I was being selfish. I was um, being boastful and not necessarily my riches, might, or wisdom, but in my, you know, TikTok fame and in my, um, and what all that God had given me. And instead of boasting in Christ, I was boasting in those things. So... Um, that humbled me and you know brought me closer to Christ um, as I you know thought about it and remembered it. Um, so that verse recently has stuck out to me mm-hmm. to keep me grounded. That is a really good verse too. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, if I had a if I had a verse, it would probably be Romans chapter twelve verse twenty one. It would mm-hmm. be, um, "Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good." Yeah. And I think, great one. I, I think, I think that you did a lot more of that with that baseball team, mm-hmm. you know, and that's encouraging that you were able to basically turn that entire team into something that would glorify God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, it's inspiring. It's encouraging. Um, naturally, that's just what you do. You inspire, you and encourage. Mm-hmm. To Christ. Yeah. He's given me these tools. I just do my best to use them for good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What version of the Bible do you use? Uh, I use an ESV typically. Okay. See, mm-hmm. I, I use NIV personally. Yeah. NIV is good too. Yeah. There are some versions of the Bible that are kind of, you know, twist the word, but typically yeah, NIV, ESV, NASB, uh, King James, those are all good versions of the Bible. Personally, but, personally, I tried to, I tried to do KJV. I just couldn't do it. Oh yeah, it's so the old English is crazy. The old English yeah. is so confusing. I just wouldn't be able yeah. to do it. Thank you so much for talking to me. Even, yeah, no problem. Yeah, you are such a role model, and I want to exemplify what you're doing by leading by example. I want to learn to do that as well. You know, and for me, it might not be through TikTok, but I'm sure there will be another way to exemplify living like christ yeah and you should um, be the ultimate role model exactly and you know so long as you stick to your guns you know stick to jesus everything should work out but everything works together for god's glory so exactly so you know i know you had told me 
about Vacation Bible School. What would you say is your favorite memory from Vacation Bible School? Oh man, there were so many. I could ramble off some memories. Um, I was, I got to be both a camp counselor and a mascot, so I would switch between those. Um, I guess the funnest memory I had was I was the mascot. None of the kids knew who I was, but I'd run around and like scare kid, like scare kids, um, give people high fives, take pictures with kids. Um, that was a lot of fun because um, I'm like I can be very selfish sometimes, but as a mascot, people don't know who you are. So it makes it so you're doing all these things completely out of love, not out of, you know, you want to be seen because at the end of the day, they didn't, they had no idea it was you. Um, so that's one way I looked at it. But um, at the same time, it was just super fun to, you know, squirt kids with water guns and chase kids around. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then of course, um, just hanging out with kids, like just having conversations, like how was your day? And they tell you a story that, that like just moves you because they have, like Christ says, childlike faith is unlike any other, I paraphrase, but the faith of a child is so much higher because they don't know, right? They don't know, like, I forgot how, this, how the Bible describes it, but the faith of a child and um, these kids would just like talk about Christ. And it just moved me so much that I just, it was very moving for me that week. So, mm-hmm. Personally, what uh, personally what I go to is I go to like a special youth retreat. It, it's actually called Insane, and mm-hmm. literally, Insane is the least qualified word to describe it. Just because mm-hmm. what we do is we take a bunch of people. Last year we probably had we had well over two hundred people show up, and mm-hmm. we split them all up into six teams. Uh, they were resolute, defiant, anarchy, salient, unsoul, and vitality. And basically what we do is we'd like have insane competitions. One of the mm-hmm. competitions was Bible debate, and then we had a dodgeball thing. But that wasn't really the main focus. The other, the main focus was the sermons in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I am telling you, those sermons hit hard. I mean, you have everyone on the floor crying it's such a it's such a nice retreat it's such a nice getaway it goes on for about like four to five days and mm-hmm. you know that's ultimately where i found the fire basically mm. um, oh, yeah so it's it's nice to kind of go away and research for that fire like you did at the vacation bible school it, it's mm-hmm. nice to set yourself apart from the daily life and just spend maybe a few days with God. That's, yes, that's like, definitely. that's like the ultimate way to, you know, rekindle that fire if you've ever lost it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if someone's listening right now and you've lost that fire in you and you want to rekindle it, spend time away from God, go to a retreat. Um, you know, ask your, ask your parents. Well, not right now, right now it'll be a little bit hard and there are different ways right now, but whenever this quarantine thing is over, go to the mountains that's always been the best option for me. Whenever I was a kid, um, I thought church was really boring and I wouldn't want to go. So mm-hmm. my grandmother, I call her my Nana, she would say, okay, then today let's not go to church, but we're going to go to the mountains to make sure that you spend time with God. And that's when I created some of the best moments of my life, some of the best memories. 
so long as you set yourself apart with God, God will find a way to work. He always does. Amen. He's always yeah. He's always faithful to that. He is. So and if you can't see it right now, he's always there. So exactly, exactly. Sometimes it. I like to see God as kind of like the sun. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes the clouds are covering it. Um, you might not have the right perspective, but the sun's always there. The sun's always providing mm-hmm. for you. God's always providing for you. God is always giving you that heat that you need. He's providing you, you know, <laughs> the nutrients. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all the small things and all the big things that you need, God has it under control. Yeah, <sighs> definitely. All right, so we're going to have um, Josiah pray for us real quick. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, getting on here, allowing me to talk to you, ask you a couple questions. And I, ho- I hope that this inspires many other people to set themselves apart in their daily lives and find God and find a way to make their life shine his light. Mm. All right. But All right. if you would just go ahead and pray for us. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you've given me, that you've given us, um, and this chance for us to talk about uh, you and about how we like to set ourselves apart as Christians. I pray that everyone listening here today um, uh, finds you and all that they do, um, and uh, goes forward and tries to lead by example as a Christian and be set apart as you have called us to be as Christians. Um, and if everyone's struggling with their faith, that they will uh, turn to you. And know that you are sovereign and you are the king of us and you are uh, our father. And we can always run to you in, in any time that we need you. I pray that uh, the rest of this quarantine will go well and that the COVID-19 will end soon uh, so that we can go forth and spread your gospel. Um, and in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Um, personally, I don't, yeah. I don't know if this has been like a thing that you've thought about. Personally, I think that the quarantine will be over in June, but that might just be me. I think it should be ending soon. Like, you know, like people have been saying the curve's been going down as far as cases are concerned. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sure the labs are starting to come up with some vaccines or whatever. So, yeah, I don't think it'll be much longer. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I've, I've been praying that it's been, that it will be eventually over in June. You know, because mm-hmm. um, I believe that there is power when people come into agreement about you know god's yeah. power and so when multiple people pray um mountains will move you know great things yes. will happen thank you so much Thanks. this has yeah. this has been godology and i can't thank you enough you're just yeah, no you're problem. just such an awesome guy and thanking you for um allowing us to have you influence so many people's lives but anyways i will see you guys later i love you guys yeah. god bless